0: we back. G'day, chopper. Let's just put that out there. We weren't fired. We're just two choppers, mate. One from Leeton, and one from the city coast. That's all we are.
1: Everybody gets the shits with the game, but we love it, and we go back week after week.
0: We do it for Nate's fans. It's all about Nate's fans. I'll never know what this is. Are we going to talk gold? Gold. Goal. Goal. 2021, baby.
1: Oh, 2021, baby. On. 2021. Episode three of the Double Park Golf Podcast, uh, brought to you by Cobra Puma Golf Australia and Dark Matter Golf as well. Um, subscribe, do all that stuff. Wherever you're listening now, make sure you're following along so you don't miss another classic
0: episode. Welcome, DP. G'day, Nate. I reckon this will be uh, in our top three podcasts. I reckon, yeah. I reckon
1: podium, podium for sure. What have been
0: up to, mate. Yeah, been good. You uh, want to talk, or am I going to talk? How are we going to do this? Want to put your hand up? uh, Should we do the hand thing? Remember, we used to do the hand thing. We do that. I don't. know. we've both been
1: away. We've both been away on a little bit, a little bit of holiday
0: action. Bit of time with the the little people, mate. It was good. Where'd you go?
1: I went down to Denny, down at Deneliquin, mate, down there on the Edward River. Uh, lovely little town down there. Got to play the golf course as well. Filmed a little bit of stuff. Got away with the
0: kids. Got on the water. It was beautiful, mate. Yourself? Mate, headed up north. Got a, a mate lives up near Kingscliff, so we went and stayed out and hung out with him for a couple of days over the weekend. And, yeah, no, it was very relaxing. Really, um, no golf for me. Did you get some golf in there, didn't you? I did, I did. Hey, the next time you're going north, mate, couple of weeks oh, yeah. time yeah and I know. It was a bit it was a bit um a bit harder I sent you a photo too. did you get the photo we were driving past Bonville the turn off and I took it I said to Caitlin, my daughter I said and she' she listens to the podcast she's she's a big fan um Shout <laughs> a big out to of yours. yeah big fan of yours yeah. Nate um Thanks, I said get a photo of this was we'll sent it to Nate <laughs> it was hard to hard to drive past. I just wanted to chuck it left I really wanted to but No, it's was good good, yeah, good I'm to sorry. get away I'm sorry.
1: I saw a couple of people posting photos the other day of Bonville actually just saying that it was golfing heaven, mate, so I can't wait to get up there. And, and I'm excited for the rest. Coffs, Sawtell, Port Macquarie, mate. It'll be uh, it'll be a hell of a trip. So speaking of, out of bounds, episode two is very close, but I'm cool. editing at the moment, right? Yeah. Balm uh, Bugle Dunes, it was a tough day for you, and editing – you walking in so many sand traps, bunkers, uh, on the beach, throwing clubs, throwing balls. There's lots happening in that episode. Did I throw a ball? I feel no. you, you may have thrown a ball out of a bunker when you couldn't get out of the bunker. Bullshit. No, I call bullshit on that one. Really? I love it. I love it because I forgot all about it till I got up to that hole today. And uh, there was a sprinkler in the bunker. I had to hold the sprinkler and make sure the water wasn't wetting you. And you had a couple of chops out of it. And then you did the old, the old, uh, morally, morally Lutheran offie leggy straight out of the top of the bunker.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know. I'll wait till I see the footage, till I comment any further on this, uh, <laughs> this matter, Nate. Like, hey, <laughs> we're dead set dribbling because neither of us watch much golf, hey? Eh? You, you You get some golf?
1: Let's get into a PGA recap. It's going to be a massive recap, this one. Brought to you by Dark Matter Golf. Obviously, thanks to darkmattergolf.com.au. Is it .au? I always get this wrong. Fix me up. Matt. Nah, just .com. There you go. So the people, the listeners now know it's a, it's a, it's a marketing ploy, right? So darkmattergolf.com. Um, can can, can know, I We did you... our draw today. We did our, we did our giveaway. We, yeah, go. Okay. Life hack. If you're unsure, just Google it. No, but I've already said it too slow. They'll see the keyboard. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it off that long. So, um, but we, uh, we gave away one of their towels um, tonight. Live on our Facebook page. So, massive congrats to Mal Gregor, who's going to pick up his very own tower from Dark Matter, gets his uh, tower of his choice. But if you want to jump in there and grab a tower, which you should all be doing, jump onto their website, use our code double par, and you'll get five bucks off your
0: very own tower. One word double par, five bucks off.
1: It's like free cash. Are we going to do the same
0: same thing? We got another one to give away. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need to. Good. i got a code word. Do you want a code? Have you got a code word?
1: Come on. What is it? I don't have a code word. Oh, I like it. You like it? Pineapple. Yeah. Pineapple. dp safe word dp safe word pineapple so if you want to um dm us either on facebook or instagram with the code word of pineapple we will do our another draw live draw next week uh with a name we we ate there was only a handful of people that were in it uh or it doesn't take much just jump in there and uh dm us again with that code word pineapple to win your very own dark matter tower but um jumping into the pga we had the sony open in Hawaii so that fits with the pineapple theme I see, see what that. I did? Yeah, so and what's a safe word, mate? Like you tell me all the time. I don't know why, but every time I'm around you you just yell pineapple. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But na no 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 no
0: Goodbye. Nah, 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 goodbye. Hey, yeah. hey. Heaven nah. knows. Just walking into 2021 with a win. Very good. See what, see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, Kevin, uh, that's his—that's his fifth win on the PGA. Now he had rounds of 67, 66. He had 61 on Saturday, and then backed it up with a 65. Um, was just clutch coming down the down the stretch. Um, what do he do? He birdied 14, fi- thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and then obviously birdied eighteen on the par five to uh to take the win by one stroke over Chris Kirk and uh Neiman as well. So and we had Webb Simpson and Leash not too far away, Brennan Steele. So Leash there had a had a look at an uh, Eagle Putt as well on eighteen, but Kevin Nah he had his first win in two thousand and eleven and um and then took his time to get his second win in 2018 but then he's won four times in the last four seasons you know there's only been three players that's uh won four times in the last four seasons Do you know who the other two are
0: um
1: jt no really another one with two, another one with two letters we call him by with two letters number one player in the world dj dj and my man, Bryson, oh, the beefcake. So yeah, so, it's, it's it's a yeah. Kevin Nah joins that. The only there's only three players that have had a victory in the last four seasons: DJ, Bryson, and now Kevin Nah He's uh
0: he's becoming a bit of a closer, the old Kevin Nah Yeah, find hard to believe. That's a very interesting stat. Um, I was I listened to his post um, interview, and I think. He's saying seventeen or eighteen years on the tour now.
1: Yep, yep. He's uh, he's been around um, uh, quite a while. So he got his PGA card two thousand and four.
0: Yeah, so seventeen
1: years. Yeah. He. Um, I remember when everyone first kind of, or when I realised who Kevin Na was, was when he went through that stage where he got the. Um, he couldn't pull the trigger sometimes on hitting the ball off the tee, and he'd pull out of his uh, practice swing, or as he's on the swing, he'd pull out. I remember there's one crazy bit of footage where he's literally in his swing and just whiffs the ball, but uh, apparently it was obviously on purpose, and he was pulling out of his swing, but he just couldn't pull the trigger and had had some issues there when he when he was whiffing his shots around in 2011. So. He's he's come through the other end of it now, and he's probably in the best form of his career. They're talking about him potentially, maybe trying to you know push for a, a spot on the on the Rider Cup team, um, which he's missed out on in the past. So yeah, it's good to see Kevin Nardil more.
0: Yeah, and he's he's got that um. have you had an opportunity to go to YouTube and Google it, what do you have? Fifteen out of the. You see him in the bush. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where he just keeps hacking away, hacking away, has no idea how many he's had. Yeah, and he ends up having a 15 on this hole. I and mean, we might actually share it on the socials. It's well worth a bit of a, a laugh. Um,
1: 100%, we should. See, we've all been there. We've all been there, mate. And you can be a five-time PGA winner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he, 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 I don't know, is he overdoing the whole walking it in? Because he walked a couple in this weekend. Like, I think everyone I watched, there's about four or five of them, he's just walking it in. And I'm like, I, I love it. I, me personally, I think it's pretty cool. But is is there a point where he can overdo it?
1: uh look if he walks one in when he's uh in, like in a playoff or something and it doesn't go in or it lips out or something the the world's gonna make a heap of fun of him, but yeah, I love it. It makes him stand out something a little bit different. He's not a boring guy, he's actually really entertaining to kind of listen to in his interviews, and he's he's well spoken, so i like I'm a Kevin nu fan, yeah, I think I am too i um
0: yeah, he seems to be able to just he seems down to earth and real, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: But um, I think the the real underlying the good news story or the the feel-good story out of it was Chris Kirk. Um, So Chris Kirk obviously finished uh, tied second and um, and basically his status was he had a major, major medical exemption um, extension up to this event. So he's he's been very public about his battle with alcoholism and depression. Um he's spoken about it a number of times and he needed a, a two way tie for third or better to get his card and, and for the rest of the season. And he made a an up and down on the on the last hole and finished one shot back of Nar and um got his card for the for the rest of the year. It was his best finish since two thousand sixteen and just a just an awesome story for, for Chris Kirk. Yeah, that is um you gotta you've gotta got celebrate that, yeah? That's excellent. hundred percent. I I love those stories out of it. I remember the you know, there's been those stories in the past. And um, yeah, congrats to Chris Kirk for doing that. It's just um obviously something that he deserves and uh it'd be good to see him going forward. Hopefully he can make the most of it with the rest of that card for the season. But um what else do we have? We had a, a few Aussies there. Brennan Steele, he um he he went in with the lead into into round four and he, uh, in last year as well, he had a lead. He had a, um, a couple of shots. He had two ahead with two to play last year and, and lost it. Uh, and this year he struggled as well in that, in that last round. So feels for Brennan Steele, like shot 65, 66, 61 and 69 and, and uh, tied fourth in the end for Steely But um same tied fourth. We had leash. We had big, big leash.
0: Had a solid tournament. Yeah, I think a, a, a few Aussies did, yeah. Cam Smith up there, there was quite a few of them, on there? Well,
1: Cam Smith, defending champion, uh, lost 23 spots on Sunday. He shot a 71 to to finish down at 62nd, tied 62nd, which would be a little disappointing. But Matt Jones was up there. He had a 63-64 to finish tie 11th. Uh, Cameron Davis had a good 66 on Sunday to finish um, tied 31st. Scotty was there. Aaron Badley, Bads was there. He had a 64 in round one, 68 round two. It was right up the top, 65, 72. So he went down 30 spots on Sunday, which is a shame for Bads, But Leash has been looking for that consistency. He defends his title in, in two weeks' time at Tory Pines for the farmers. And um, you know, 66, 65, 65, 65 is just solid golf. And uh he, he had a great shot in there. His approach shot into 18, or his second shot into 18 the par five. And he had a he had a good look at Eagle to try and equal uh, Webb Simpson, who was in the clubhouse at the clubhouse leader at the time, and he, he left it short. And I think I saw something afterwards where He's seen so many people leave that putt short and he gets angry every time he watches it and he did exactly the same thing. So he's pretty filthy with himself for leaving it short. But in saying that, it's um you know, he hasn't been in the best form lately. So it's good to see him get some form back, especially before Tory Pines.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think uh end of last season there was a few questions about Leash going missing, wasn't there? But yeah. No. It's good 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 to see some Aussies. We love Yeah, it. for sure,
1: definitely. And uh another one was uh another story out of the event of of the tournament was Michael Kim. Now Michael Kim was a former um you know, country's top college golfer. He made uh, he finally made a cut on tour. So 43 consecutive events without making a cut. 43 tourneys without making a cut. 826 days, and he finally made the cut.
0: How are you still on the tour? It's
1: a good question. But good on Michael Kimmy. at 67, 69, 69, 68. He finished tied 65th. Um, I have no idea how you're still on tour with that. He must have been getting some exemptions. He must have been holding some status somehow. That's a long way to go, 43 events. I
0: reckon you, a lot of people would have given up by then. I mean, he's probably his highlight too is he would have got, um, if my maths correct, four FedEx points for that. <laughs> right. That's, that's pretty big. I think <laughs> if, if that's right, he goes into 219th on the FedEx Cup rank with his four points. I think I did see that. I'm just going to look
1: it up now. I want to see the payout that he got. So what what do we say he finished? He finished – what do we say he finished then? Uh, equal
0: ties some oh, – 61st or something? 65th. So 65th. I, I can tell you that his year-to-date earnings is $14,124. <laughs> so what do you reckon he made on that event? Oh, <laughs> But it'd have to be almost double figures, right? <laughs> It'd almost be 10, no, well that 000. He hadn't made a cut before that, 14,124. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. That's there you go. Come on, he's mate. Played, Keep up, DP. He's played – it says year to date. So I don't know how this works. It says he's played nine events. He wouldn't have played nine events. There's only been two, hasn't it? And he wouldn't have played – he wasn't a champion from last year by the sounds of it.
1: Yeah, I think they might do their year to date as the uh, 2020-21 season, maybe. So, obviously, the um, events that started September, October, November, I think is what they do, is they roll it over. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the big big thing we need to discuss
0: is obviously our tips, mate. Mate, look, I'm I'm pretty impressed that uh, Harry Higgs come back. He was... He was sort of ridiculous. He was out and buried. Yeah, look, he's come back and given me thirty-two points. And look, yep. I know, I know, I know. You had bloody Morikawa, and when he comes seventh,
1: yeah, he comes seventh in the end. I was actually, I was,
0: was, he was. I really
1: wanted him to push for the uh, for the W, but um, Higsey, he had a sixty-five and then a seventy-one. And I think at one stage I messaged you that he was he was one off the cut or something like that. He made the cut on the number. At four under, so you're pretty lucky there.
0: But then he finished. He had 65 the final round as well. So
1: yeah, yeah, you come back hard. Just kids, you must have found out. Kids got game. So I think that brings our total at the moment. I am on 12 points. You are on 63. So remember, those listening, we are the lowest. Is better. So. Anyways, I love how you I love how you think that.
0: I, I, think, I think it's this. It was the first thing you typed in your bloody spreadsheet today, right? It was it was the first thing. So but um that
1: was the Sony open, mate.
0: Yeah, I'm just giving you a head start. That's all I'm saying. That. Hey, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So that's the last one in, in Hawaii, isn't it? For the that, that is
1: year? yeah, that is that's the last one in Hawaii, and now um they head over to Florida, so um yeah, it, it it I just think how, how good a way to start your year by playing a couple of tournaments over over in Hawaii and um kicking kicking your 2021 into gear over there, which Kevin Na
0: has done. Yeah. Have, yeah. Off to Florida, home of the, the Gators. Lots of Gators in Florida, yeah. Florida Gators, mate.
1: Uh college team. Anyways, uh that's the Sony Open.
0: Yay! Thanks to Dark Matter Golf. Get on Thanks. board. Are you going to play? Hey, I listen back to the pod. You know I do it every Oh, morning. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. You're going to play that silly music again? Before we jump into open slather? Or whatever we do, yeah. Whenever we move from one segment to another. I, I, yeah. I don't, you didn't even tell me about that.
1: I think you're, you're the one that suggested it. it. I've got it in the
0: recording last
1: week. You said, yeah, yeah, I like that.
0: Oh, I reckon you do some magical editing on what I say. I, I think that you make me sound dumber than what I am. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> mate, it's raw and unedited. You know that.
0: Yeah, I know. It sounded pretty cool. I like the music. Keep the music. Play some music now, mate.
1: All right, let's go. <music> Open Slather. Open Slather brought to you by Cobra Puma. I'm making this the Cobra Puma Section so Cobra Puma Golf, shout out to those guys. Um, obviously, so they've got their huge range coming, the rad stuff. But we are rocking the Forge. Oh, I'm rocking the Forge Tech One Links.
0: Um, you've got the
1: Speed Zone Speed,
0: zone. speed zone One Links. But, um, did you see there's a silly video? Have you seen the silly video with your mate on it? The Cobra yeah, he they released where,
1: where, where he shows his ball speed going from uh 202
0: to 206.8. That's the one you're talking about. That's the silly one where it's gone from bad to rad. How get good. the get the marketing people from Cobra on the phone, will you? I've no, no, no. Everyone's going up to no.
1: this. look at all these
0: kids that just want the rad. No, no, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> see what I did there? Nah, nah. I see I see Kevin, Kevin, nah, nah.
1: Yeah. Hey, just quietly before we move on, but Cobra Puma at the weekend, Denny. Oh, yeah, I, had, I had two chip ins with these uh, Mim wedges, so I'm rocking the King Mim wedges in the black, and um, yeah, had a couple of chip ins. They come off so smooth. But um, one thing about this black, I don't know what it is. I've had black. I'll say it. I've had black Vokies in the past, and after a couple of hits in the middle, they kind of lose that the 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 color in it. It starts to lose the black finish. But these um these mim wedges at the moment are holding the colour very well. So for those that are a bit worried about that and like the black finish with the wedges and worried about losing the colour, mim wedges. Hold their hold their colour at the moment, hold their finish.
0: It's important Excellent. to people, you know. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm waiting for you to say the famous line that you say where every time you mention a mim wedge, you had say that you got this line but you say thing. that's the one <laughs> I was Buttery waiting thing. for it. I was buttery. waiting for it. Are they, they are really? buttery
1: smooth. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you just don't even know you clip them sometimes. It's smooth.
0: I've got a 60. They give me a, a lobby in the mim. I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good yeah. turf interaction, actually, because I'm I'm always off tight lies here. So um yeah. I, I was a bit worried about replacing my my lob wedge, but no, I'm I'm happy with the mim wedge. So I don't know if it's Thank buttery smooth know. though.
1: Oh, well, we have to hit it properly then, instead of hitting it out of the hosel or the toe.
0: <laughs> what are we talking about, open slather, mate? What's the... <laughs> Stop hey, me. you're oh. open slather.
1: You caused you caused a bit of a ruckus on a, on a couple of Facebook pages. I saw, mate, just mentioning okay. that what we spoke about last week with JT. We we knew there was going to be some kind of fallout with um you know the remarks that he made and and we made our our feelings clear that just no matter which way you feel about it, I think it's just, you can't do that anymore as a professional athlete. You can't use derogatory terms. You can't, you know, racial terms, anything like that. It's just not on anymore. And obviously we went through all of that last week and there was a bit of a fallout, took a little bit of time, but Ralph Lauren come out and and basically said that they were they were dropping JT and it didn't match their values or or whatever the wording they used it was an interesting at the end they said that they hope that they can work with him in the future so it kind of sounded to me like it was more of a a suspension for a little while and then they'll come back and it's been noted that JT's wearing his Ralph Lauren stuff over in uh, Abu Dhabi for the HSBC this weekend he's in the practice rounds he's wearing his Ralph Lauren stuff so who knows what's going on there but yeah, it's just interesting to see that it was a
0: little bit of fallout, and it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there was a bit of a uh, bit of fireworks on the GDA advice and discussion page, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, there was.
1: And uh, but, like I said, people can have their their opinions, and there, there, that's what it's all about. You can have your own opinions, but I, I, I think, it, no matter at the end of the day, it's it's just something that that's not on. And um, the, yeah, like I said, the pro athletes have
0: got to get better than that. Yeah, we're not even to rehash it, um, nah. but, yeah, I think. Is it, is it is it Ralph Lauren or Ralph Lauren?
1: Uh, it depends where you come from, mate. Is it Adidas or Adidas?
0: Yeah. I just would have called it Polo, Polo Ralph Lauren. Well, that's, they've always been known to me as that. Yep. I don't know. Yep. It's, yeah. Anyway, they're no longer uh, supporting JT in his endeavours.
1: Yeah, so let's just see. Let's just uh, just keep an eye and see what that, and then hopefully the other other players again learn from it. But just if you're following on from last week and you you missed that memo, that's that's the update with JT, and we'll we'll see how he goes this week over in Abu Dhabi And we'll talk about that in a second. But um, we had homework to do. The only homework we had to do in the last week was watch the Tiger Woods documentary.
0: Nah, so so look. I, I thought you might bring something up about homework because I remember I think we discussed homework. So I actually tried to listen to the pod, last week's pod, quickly before we, we jumped into this and the, the live. Mm. And I couldn't – the only thing I could hear about homework was there was a question about, oh, something, and you were like, oh, yeah, we probably should have researched that. I've freaking forgotten. I was going to write it down, but I felt rushed tonight. <laughs> but I did – I did suggest on last week's pod that we should do a midweek pod and both watch Tiger, the doco, but I haven't watched it. Very good. And apparently episode two's out. Is that right?
1: Yeah, episode two is out. If there are people out there who probably watched it. I'm um, to be honest, I haven't. I haven't finished episode one yet. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. It's pretty much exactly how the Tiger Woods book called Tiger Woods um, is gone. So uh, it's it's an interesting one. I've got some mates that haven't liked it because they think it's very uh, new idea magazine kind of over-dramatized, over, over uh, dram- you know, dramatized in, not in his favor, I guess, and like, you know, hammering his old man and everything else. But at the end of the day, like, I just love anything about Tiger. I enjoy watching and I'm enjoying this and seeing the old footage of him as a kid playing, um, you know, seeing his first couple of interviews, everything else. I just, it was like watching the, the Michael Jordan one with, um, you know, The Last Dance with, with the Bulls uh, documentary. I just, I love all that old footage that nobody was ever privy to. So I'm enjoying it. I, I'm I'm looking forward to, to watching the rest of it and um, episode two. And I'm sure once we've uh, watched it all, we can, we'll, we'll see what our stance is. The only worry is that I, I might not like Tiger at the end of it, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I love him. So let's just see.
0: I don't think, yeah, I think if he's a hero of yours, he's always going to be a hero. Like, you know what he's done. It's... I mean... Do you think you're going to dislike him? I don't
1: know. I, I I know a lot of, like, I've read a few things on where people will have their childhood heroes or whatever and then read about what they've done later on in life or, or when they're exposed to kind of things. I guess it's like, you know. Depends how you feel about it. If you can separate what he's done on the course to off the course, that's easier than say supporting someone like Lance Armstrong and then being crushed when you find out that he was a a druggie and a cheater the whole time. So it is different to that. I was going to compare it and I'm like, hang on. It's, it's completely different to what Lance Armstrong's done because he cheated his sport. So um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see the end of it and, and to see see it. And I'm sure people out there have seen it and have got their own
0: opinion on it. So there's just two parts? That was a because I didn't realise it was more I thought it was just one documentary. And then when someone said, Oh no, there's a second, at least the second yeah, part is, that, it. is it? Yeah okay. Yeah, split it into two 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 parts. So
1: um but just like I said, just the old footage of him. Smashing these balls as a, as a kid, as a two-year-old on the TV show when he was live on there, and he's just belt and driver, and it's just incredible to to see that talent at that age. And and then also, there's lots of clips in there where you keep reminded that he's just a kid, and then you see the pressure as well. And then there's parts of it where you kind of feel a little bit uncomfortable because you're like, he's just a kid. Like
0: it it was a lot of pressure on him early on. Yeah, and I think that they'll the always the early stories that came out was that his old man um Earl was pushing him hard from a young age. He thought Earl thought that his son was a a gift to the world. He was the next Jesus,
1: the next um, you know, um he was he was going to change the world for for the better, humanitarian wise and everything else. So some of the quotes he said with Tiger sitting there is 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 pretty crazy. And a lot of pressure on his kid.
0: Hey, we didn't get into religion last week on the pod. but Do we want to go there this week? No, because we don't. that statement means that there was a first Jesus, but I don't think there was. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just just you know, you after. know
1: who's you know who's one of my gods, and this is I'm going to segue into this. Kevin
0: Kisner, the kids. Eh? This is the quote. Is this open? We're still an open slayer. This is the quote what? that he that he yeah. Um, yeah I, I just. For the listeners, tell them tell the listeners what was the quote, Nate. So I, I love Kiz. I've
1: always loved Kiz. He's down to earth. He just says it how it is. He he loves getting on the drink. He loves just yeah. And I've heard him speak in a number of other podcasts. Um, and for someone that you know, if you watch Kiz on the on the golf course, you might not think much of him. But then if you see his interviews and everything else like that, that's where you, your kind of idea of change. But anyway, he's getting interviewed before he plays or whatever in the press conference and they basically asked him, you know, does he feel like he can win there and there? And he's like, well, no, I can't. I can't win at Best Page Black. I can't win, you know, at um, Tory Pines or whatever. And the guy's like, well, you know, why why bother turning up? And he goes...
0: Stop, stop, stop. stop don't, don't. This is the punchline, right? But right. can we explore his first answer before he... Yeah. So he's a professional golfer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course, there's going to be certain courses that set up better or worse for certain golf games. But do you go out there and say, i got no chance of winning because of a golf... But like, If you're striping the ball and you've got the game to be in the top 125 golfers in the world, like... Should a golf course play that much of a part in your ability to win or not?
1: Well, I think it. It's not the first time we've heard it. We've heard of other players that will pick and choose, and they'll only play at certain courses because there's majors there. Um, I think. Who said that recently? Was it Scotty or someone said it recently about? Um, yeah, you know, you know, there's. Tournaments, you you set your schedule up, I guess, to for your strengths and and Kis has said this before. It was another podcast that is it was on, and they talked about the four majors coming up, and they're like, "What's your best chance of the major?" And he goes, "Look, to be honest, I don't think I can win any of them." He goes, "I can't win a Bethpage Black; it's too long." Blah, blah I can't win here. I can't win there. And they were just laughing, and that went viral as well because he was kind of just saying that he can't win. So. I guess he knows his game. He's not the longest hitter. He's, um, his strength is his, you know, he's his shot making and his, um, his accuracy with irons and stuff like that. But obviously he feels that there's some courses that are just out of range for him to be at the top of.
0: Yeah, okay. So yeah. the interviewer says to Kiz, so Kiz, why, why do you turn up? Why I turn up? And what does Kiz say, They Tell the viewers. <laughs> Tell <them laughs> the listeners. So he says... Because they give a, away a
1: lot of money for 20th. And I love it. They give away a lot of money for 20th. Like, uh, and he, he, he had a, a run there last year or the year before where he was like 20, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 19, 20. Like he was dead set around the 20 mark all the time. And if we look, well, let's look at the Sony Open. For 20th that they gave away this week, um And this was, uh, or tied nineteenth. Let's look at that. They gave eighty thousand away for tied nineteenth, and that's a, that's the a Sony hope. So he, he was he was making fifty to one hundred thousand dollars for every tournament he was
0: playing in for a run there. So how much do you reckon Kisner's won in his career? Do you know? Yeah, I know because I, I just looked it up. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: how long has he been around for?
0: Oh, that didn't go that far. He's had three wins. He's played seven hundred ninety-three
1: yeah, rounds. I know he won the Dell Match Play. Um, Kevin Kisner has been on tour since two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine, he was on the Nationwide. Two thousand and ten, he he started the the two thousand eleven. He had his PGA. So he's been around for nearly nine, ten years. Three wins. Maybe like ten mil,
0: twenty three million dollars. <laughs> He's he, there was a, the 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 meme the meme fuck I never forget it. It was, meme meme yeah, the, the meme me. the meme came out after his comments because he came thirty second you know it's and there's like this picture of the the like the what do you call it the dice you know the the Fucking Olympic thing where they come first, second, like third, fourth, right? Yeah, like yeah, one all the way down to thirty-two, like in a scale, like a ladder. These <laughs> kids now going, yeah, thirty-second, and and it's got. Thirty-four thousand dollars. Five hundred seventy-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how much the bloke won. And all these other people are just looking solemn. And there he is at thirty-second, cheering because he got it. That's that's well, decent money, right? Thirty-five. Magic going to imagine going to Hawaii
1: and playing golf for four days and walking home with thirty-two grand. Yeah. Imagine making twenty-three. Twenty-three. Did you say? Twenty-three mil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Over 10 50. years, 2.3 mil a year.
0: We played in the Tournament of Champions, right, last week, one sixty three 63 grand. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He won the RSM Classic in November last year, won $719,000. 2015, like, I mean. Is it? 2015? The, RS- no, no. The, RS- no, no. Yeah. the RSM Classic, his last three tournaments, Not it says November 19 to 22nd, which I would have put it as last year.
1: 2015. Yeah, well, okay. That was his first PJ win. He, well, his last win was the the WGC Dell Match Play in 2019, and that would have what did that that would have paid out a mil plus.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm going through, but he's had a lot here. There's a couple of duck eggs. 2020. He's got earnings zero 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 half a mil. He run the. I he come third in the Rocket Mortgage Mortgage Classic half a mil. Yeah, so he
1: won $1.8 for winning the WGC match play. Like, I just love how honest he is. And and I I love that about players. This is the thing. This is the reason why, like, to be honest, he probably would bore me if I didn't know him and I didn't know his interviews and hadn't heard him. A lot of people would just be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of Kevin Kisner, but... Not a massive fan. I don't think much about him. But him and his caddy Dewey, uh, Dewey, yeah, Dewey is. You got to look up his case. Caddy is a solid boy. He's got the biggest calves on tour. That's what they always say about him. And um, and they're just a bore of like they are just down to earth. And, and one of his biggest quotes is that he was on the piss, um, hammered as playing for big money with his mates or whatever, and he put like. Whatever he made this shot on a par three, I think he holed it out and he just turned and said, This ain't no hobby, bitches.
0: <laughs> so <rude>. good, <laughs> how good is that? This ain't bitch. no
1: hobby, like you know, he, he's making millions of dollars out
0: there. So just
1: you know, yeah, kids, top quote
0: 23 uh, millions of dollars. Yeah. And let's just say, though, my takeaway from it is because you love a takeaway, Nate. I'm never going to put don't give me that look. That's I'm never going to never going to put any money on him as a bet. <laughs> That's all no. I'm saying. But you see I've put money on him before.
1: You put money on for top 20.
0: Yeah, okay. Give Maybe that yeah, that could be yeah. Uh... He's always up there. He's always up there. Anyways,
1: yeah. moving on, moving on from kids, but uh, yeah, quote of quote of the year so far anyways. Um i went down to denny as we mentioned before went down to deniliquin played down at denny golf course uh we played a social round so i play with uh three mates of mine um three of them are just social golfers no one's got a handicap i was the only one with a handicap we were going out there just for a, for a social hit and a good time um and it was great. It was awesome. I've got some footage down there. Took some drone footage. I uh, got some clips on the uh, thing. I'm going to throw a little, what, you know, two minute video together for people to have a look at Denny Golf Course, just in case they're ever in the area and want to go. But um, playing with these boys, and one of them hadn't played for a few years, and he, he's pretty competitive. And he he had me off the stick after nine holes. He reckoned he was off like twenty six, twenty seven, and he had me off the stick after nine holes. And and then all of a sudden it got down to the crunch. We had about six holes to go and two holes in a row could be my mistake, but I'm pretty sure he's given me the wrong number. So I'm pretty sure he had six shots on a hole and he said add a five. I said, okay, I wrote down the five. And then I think he's done it on the next hole as well. So my question is, when do you pull up someone on a scoring mistake and is it different in social versus comp? Where Where is the line there? How do, how do you go about it? I didn't know what to do. It's only It was only a bit of fun. I was never going to do anything. Luckily, I birdied the last to beat him by a shot. So that's all that matters. But if I didn't, would I have said anything? And should I have said anything? A guy that's just playing a social round.
0: But, hang on, hang on. Was there money involved?
1: There was uh, beers on the line. Yeah, so there's beers on the line, right? Right, right.
0: You don't let anyone get away with any. I mean, I'm tight ass too, right? So I'm, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm questioning everything. I'm mean, five, and then I'm helping him count. As I say, five, one, two, three, <laughs> and I'm pointing at the hole on where. What about what about if you don't well. know him
1: that well, and you're like, oh, you know, you're just becoming mates with him, and you're like, well, I don't want to rub things the wrong way. I could see he's a bit competitive.
0: He's, what, You're scared you're gonna have to what? Throw throw hands or
1: something? What's the just, what are you waiting about? I just didn't want to make it awkward. It was a fun day. I didn't want to I didn't want to make him feel awkward. I didn't know I didn't know it was I didn't know what to do.
0: It's not a first date, mate. Like I'm, I'm mate, there's beers on the line. I'm okay. calling it I'm calling every shot.
1: All right, so let's go. Let's go to your experience. Have you pulled up players for scoring mistakes?
0: Yeah, I've pulled up mates like in that that manner where you sort of give them the old five, really, or yeah. eight, really. When because I mean, being a penance player, you sort of you sort of not trained, keep, but you you're sort of, keep you're, track of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you sort of got a rough idea. Um, and I am competitive, so I sort of like to know. How everyone's going. And my, a couple of my mates hate um when you sort of, you know, they're shooting a good score and at the turn you wait for a hole or two and you go, oh, you must be going right. Like, and yeah, you, 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 yeah. you did set no a yeah. 21 or 22 and yeah. they hate it because they get to their head and they just like, and a couple of them now just won't talk to me. Like they just go, oh, no, I haven't checked. Nah. <laughs> and then sometimes if I'm being a real prick, which I've been known to do, I'll ask their playing partner. Oh yeah, what did what did Aaron have there, or what did what did Pop have there, <laughs> and and loud enough so it's C D shot as well. I love that. But, that's a whole nother That's a whole
1: another topic about um putting your putting your opponent off at the uh, at the right time. I love that.
0: But uh, look, it, it's a social what about, game. What about what about when like, you're playing? Uh, How bad were you playing? for this you're neck and neck with this chopper who's off 26
1: yeah and he's not off 26 he he did play good he he literally every bounce he had went he had a grade bounces everywhere i was bouncing into water that nobody ever knew there was water there so um but I, i didn't play good the front nine i played good the back nine the back nine i had four over but the front nine i played honking yeah, uh, look. But tell uh, me, tell me in a comp. If you're in a comp and you're yeah. playing a monthly medal with a guy that you don't know, and you're skeptical of a of a, of a like a score on 17,
0: do you? Yeah, say I'll that? Uh, yeah, I'll ask him to talk me through their shots for sure. I will go yeah. one off the tee, two out of the bush, three yeah. to the water, drop four, play five. Yeah, the three whack, so that's an eight, right?
1: What if what if you're so normally in a in a group of four we worry about our own person we're scoring? What if it's the other two? That's
0: now to me that's a different question.
1: Yeah, that's all, I'm I'm just modifying yeah. the question. I want to yeah. know what happens there.
0: Cause I'll only ever really question my like whoever I'm scoring if I've got a doubt. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I can see – I've had people ask me, "Or oh, what do you think I should do? And I just so what I just said to you then is just, just ask them to talk you through their shots for that off. Yeah, yeah. Because some blokes – and you can see genuinely, especially when you get up in those big numbers and you just go, it's easier for them to lose track of one stroke here or one stroke there if they've had – Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all done Multiple chops. And people yeah. – you know what's weird? Here's a question for you. When you count your penalty strokes – how do you calculate it in your head?
1: Yeah, see, see, most people will add them at the end or something like that. I, I add it as I'm going. So if I've hit one into the piss and I'm taking a drop,
0: I'm playing three. And yeah, I'm, so, yeah, so I go one, drop two, yes, play yes. three. That's how yes. I add it up. Yeah. And then other people talk at it differently. And I'm like, Yeah. Other people will go, Well, I've I've hit the ball four
1: times, but I had one penalty shot out of the water. So four shots plus one in the water is five.
0: Yeah. And that confuses me. And I just, uh, let's, and that's why I always say, Well, let's talk through it. One off the tee into the shit on the left. Then you chopped out. Then, like, and just talk through it. And yeah. The other thing that worries me as well is that on the flip side, if I, have
1: counted wrong or if if something like that's happened, I want my partner to bring it up to me and do it, it because the, the awkwardness that it may create for that couple of seconds to sort it out is way better than... Them telling all their friends that I don't count properly, potentially, or that I, you know, watch him when he scores because I've had to pull him up a couple of times, or he's, you know, that the reputation thing in golf is is the worst, and we probably all have heard about players at our at our clubs that we know don't count properly or dodge their handicap or watch them in the bushes. They'll always find their ball or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's like I used to play for a bunch of old blokes that would. And they taught me you call your score as you get the ball out of the hole. So you go either yeah. oh, that's a five or three or that oh, yeah, I had yeah, six yeah. There, or at a yeah. par or whatever. Um, but there is dead set some holes where I go, just give me a sec, I've got to count these up. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Especially on medal day. Yeah, and then you close your eyes and Yeah, you, you do the Bryson, the Bryson, the
1: Bryson like yeah. he did, Ruiz. One and out of bounds and then out of bounds again,
0: and then I took the drop and yeah. But I like to normally say Like, I think it's a five, but just give me a sec, or I think it's a six, or hang on a sec. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. just to to give them an idea. And, I mean, golf to me is such a sign of integrity. You've got to – I've got this whole thing. The golf gods will fuck with you if you don't score yourself right. Like, they got a way of punishing you. Right. There's an interesting one as well about
1: the integrity thing because then that opens another can of worms when I think about – like if you're in the bushes, you're the only one there and you are removing some material behind your ball, like a stick or something like that, and you see your ball move a little, it stays in the kind of same spot. It doesn't roll off or anything like that, but, you know, you've made it move. I'd love to know the percentage of players that have the integrity to call a penalty on themselves in that spot. Yeah. And to me, that's something that I, I honestly wouldn't – get up about or, or care about like if it hasn't changed the bloke's shot out of where it is, then to oh, like oh, I couldn't give a shit really. But if they're not taking, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one as well. It's a rabbit hole to go down.
0: It definitely – because it's one of those things, I think Stableford almost lends itself for people to try and get away with it because yeah if you can get a shot out of there and, and you get in and you get your one point or your two points – You're not going to call it on yourself. Where if maybe you go, oh fuck, I'm going to have a wipe anyway. I'll add a penalty stroke there because I'm sure. Yeah, 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 hundred
1: percent, hundred percent.
0: Interesting, interesting, Nate. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad you've broken our rule on episode three. What's that? I'm not going to talk about our own games.
1: Well, it brought up, I said, we can talk, I didn't talk about, oh, well, you asked me how I played. Yeah, you are right. You, you suckered me into that one.
0: Oh, mate, you're easy. I wish the fish bit like you did.
1: <laughs> well, you, uh, the problem is you're, you're trying to bait them with balls in the water, mate. That's the issue. Feed the fishes, son. Feed, feed the, the fishes. Feed them. Feed them. Um, <laughs> all right. That's uh, anything else to add to open slather?
0: Not from me, mate. No, I'm good. All right, that's
1: open slather brought to you by Cobra Puma Golf Australia. So thanks to Cobra Puma Golf Australia. Make sure you go check out their new range that's coming out, the big rad clubs. Um, let's go into upcoming events. We've got some events coming this weekend. The PGA moves to the American Express at PGA West in Florida. It um, They're playing two courses. So this is one of the ones that it, American Express is normally – changes it up all the time they do some different things some you know um, different events different formats or whatnot what they're doing this year is that they've got two courses that they're playing they play the nicholas course on day one or day two they've changed and alternate for day two to the stadium course and then round three and round four once the cut's made they play at the stadium so The players are only playing at that other course one day, but we've got one of those mixed course events, which I don't like, but at least then they're just playing the stadium for the uh, round three and four. But Andrew Landry is the defending champ and $6.7 million on the line for this one, which is, again, it's ridiculous money, but 6.7 mil, American Express, PGA West. What we think and who we got
0: Well, I was on mute. Hey, (laughs) it's a lot lot going on there. There's an absolute lot happening. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that whole two course bullshit. Um, Brooks is playing, Brooks Kepka.
1: Yeah, the, the, the field's not too bad. Obviously, there's a couple of players um playing over in HSBC Championship at Abu Dhabi. We mentioned JT's over there, um, and they've got a great field. We'll go into that in a second, but. There's uh, Kevin Nah will be there this year, this week's winner Scotty Scheffler uh, Patrick Cantlay Sung J M Patrick Reed Finau Hadwin yeah.
0: Long Kepka. Matty Wolf, um, Matty Wolf answer, He's one Peter Maunardi. he was leading in Sony like he was going, he was up there I think it was around one I think he was a clubhouse leader, bit of a name there to watch I reckon Peter Malnati, Malnati. yeah, yeah. Um, you want my tip. I'm going to give you my tip.
1: Yeah, well, you know, do, or do you want me to go first this week? You,
0: is you it went
1: your tip? Yeah. yeah you sure. went first last week. All right, so I'm going to throw it out there. So my, my tip for this week is going to be Sung Im. I'm going to lock in Sung Im. Um, I just feel like he's he's had a couple. He's had tied 12th, tied 10th at PGA West before, um, and he's probably playing some of the best golf at the moment. So, uh, look, I, I think Sung Im. Lock him
0: in, Eddie. Big call, mate. Big call. Um, oh, look. I'm going to go. I'm actually surprised he's playing here and not in the HSBC. Um, probably fan favorite. Um, Patrick Reed. I knew that was coming. Definitely fan favorite. He is, I like
1: he? that you, you've just probably looked up the power rankings and just picked number one.
0: Oh, look. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, hard to say that. That's where I got Nardi, and uh, you've gone Sung Jae Im. He's actually, if you want to talk power rankings, third. Yeah, yeah.
1: I wasn't never picking number one. It's like when you go to the restaurant with the bottle of wine.
0: Oh, yeah. See, Patrick Cantlay was too, and I'm looking at that and I'm just thinking, oh, fuck, really, Patrick Cantlay, Nas 5, and Scotty Scheffler. There's some names. Look at those top five. Who would have ever thought they'd be the top five power rankings for a tournament?
1: Yeah, who would think that you know you got Wolf now um yeah. and Brooks kept below below Scotty Scheffler, Kevin Na, M. Cantlay and Reid. Yeah, I know. And saying it's that good. I think Patrick Reid is a, is a good pick. I, I I he's won there before, I think in 2014 at, at, at PJ West, so
0: look I uh, he's playing good
1: golf as well at the moment, so let's see.
0: Yep. So, right. H- HSBC, do we want to double or nothing on this whole bet thing? Oh,
1: yeah. All right. Let's do that. Um, Star Starter Field over there. You've got Tyrrell Hatton, McElroy, Fleetwood. So this is kicking off the, the Euro um, tour for 2021 season. Um, Lee Westwood, uh, Mark Kymers, Shane Lowry, Red Rosie, Fitzpatrick, Stenson, Paltz. Danny Willett. There's only yes. one
0: Danny Willett, right?
1: Actually, he's saying that he's... he's- Yeah, uh, he's playing decent golf at the moment, Danny Willett. But um,
0: yeah, all right. If you
1: want to double or nothing, who's your your pick for the the Euro Tour then?
0: Hey, our mate Hendy's over there. Bastard still hasn't replied to our inbox,
1: has he? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't replied to your inbox. Oh, did he reply to yours? I haven't inboxed him yet. It's on the to do list. Is it on your whiteboard? It is. Okay, so your. Your pick, mate. You are. Uh, you are. Uh, oh, you can't find any odds. You can't. What? Can't, there's no power ranking. <laughs> oh, no power, power ranking. No, uh, power, no power ranking.
0: No power ranking.
1: If people. you want me to tell you the odds, there we've got McElroy's is seven dollar favorite. JT seven fifty jumps down to Hatton, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood, Besudenhout. Besudenhout. Is, Besudenhout is thirty one. Kymer, Rose, Westwood, Wiesberger. Oh, yeah. Wiesberger. I found an entry list. Oh look, the listeners aren't here at all all night. Yeah,
0: look. The problem is, what is if we go the same? If I so is this a rule? Can we make this? Yeah, rule? I
1: can't I, I can't pick who you've picked, you lock it out.
0: Oh this is good. Yeah. Well so I'm I've gonna got go. my two ready to go. Oh, you got two happy in case. Well, stuff. I've got a backup, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Tommy, I've got the best here in the game, Fleawood. That was my first pick. So oh, no, I know. Yeah, I got, guessed it. I knew that. Yay. Go, okay, Tommy.
1: So I'm going to go my backup. I'm going to go to Hatton. Okay.
0: So, so for bonus
1: points, top Aussie. Oh, God. Let's make it real complicated.
0: No, no. Just for bonus points, top Aussie. Is it just handy? Nah, there's a few. Ryan Fox, uh, Minwoo Lee. We've got Herbs and Spices, Lucas Herbert. Oh, he um, likes it over there. Um, Wade think... Ormsby. Got a few. Nah.
1: What? So what's the bonus points?
0: Come on. Well, whoever yeah. picks the, the top Aussie oh, gets... Addition, you get points or what? Yeah, just, a, I don't know, bragging rights.
1: You make it up as
0: you go. I'll give you a Dark Matters golf town. Dark Matter.
1: Dark Matter. Um, I, I think top Aussie over there is going to be uh, – I really like Min Woo Lee, so I'm, I'm locking him in. It's either him or Herbert for mind.
0: Yeah, look, I'm going to go Herbert if you've gone Min.
1: Yeah, Herbs and Spices, I like it. Yeah,
0: I'll go Lucas. Lucas Herbert. Uh, home golf club, the Commonwealth golf club. Are you aware of that? I am aware of that. Fair Anyways, nice.
1: that's the uh, that's uh, this week Euro Tour, and of course we've got the girls, the Ladies PGA, the LPGA is back. They've got the tourney of Champions, so this is the one that kicks off their year as well. They have a seventy-two hole no cut event. They only have twenty-five pros that playing this, so the Tournament of Champions. So champions from last year, they play off for one point two million dollars. Um, and then they also have 50 celebrities that are playing for half a million dollars. So it's pretty crazy that you've got all these celebrities playing for nearly half what the professional girls are playing in a, in a tournament, but um, we've had that argument before about the girls and the, the money that they're playing for, the ladies. But Gabby Lopez is the defending champ at the four seasons in Orlando. So looking forward to seeing the LPGA back in action as well as they start to get into their season.
0: Yeah. No, it's really big, big weekend of golf. Everyone's sort of kicking back off. The last two weeks have just been the... Uh, the PGA. The PGA, yeah. So yeah. I think it's good. It's going to be exciting. Give us a little bit more content to talk about, Nate. For sure, for sure. All
1: right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. I'm gonna go and try and uh, knock over this episode two of Out of Bounds. I've got I've got people messaging me left, right, and centre, just saying, just feed me content. They want more video content, so I'll try and get it out there.
0: Please, mate, if you could um, edit all of the shit shots that I had, it'll you be won't. down to just you and Jai playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
1: You, 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 it was really tough, really, really tough. And you say that uh, a lot during the video. Really tough. Really. You, you have your head down. The, the shoulders are slumped. You're, you know, making your way through that wind. It was tough. It
0: was a tough introduction to Tassie golf. It was. It was, yeah, it's bittersweet. Anyway, don't ruin anything. It'll be, oh, on the video for sure. The cat just bloody bit me big toe. <laughs> Bastard. Anyway, some action
1: there, mate. All right, let's, uh let's let's get out of here. <laughs> Play uh, the jiggle jangle. Episode three. Make sure you subscribe, uh, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, <laughs> mate.
0: See you, choppers. <laughs>